When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I'm going to be completely honest. When I started today, I actually thought I'm going to go in for this with a much more positive outlook. I'm not going to get dragged into this doom and gloom and and fans getting quite upset about the fact that we haven't signed anybody yet. Which, don't get me wrong, well within their right to feel like that. I have been feeling like that for the last few days. But I thought, you know what, today I'm going to go in a bit more of a positive outlook and think, actually, look, we've still got a bit of time before the start of the season. We've still got while it's the end of the transfer window. And there's other things to be positive about. You know, we've got Carlos Borges' deal was done and all these, well, basically nearly done, et cetera, et cetera. So it's all looking pretty, you know, I was trying to go into today feeling a lot better. And then I'm reminded of the football club that I follow and the team that I love and how what a shambles, really, you know, this football club is at times. Um, and as I recall this, this is really hot for the press. I was actually completely, I was preparing another video. We're going to talk about Skimaka. That's not going to come tomorrow. Um, because this one's had to be spoken about now. Carlos Borges is going to Ajax, by the looks of it. The deal was, looks like the West Ham deal has collapsed. Um, I mean, first of all, before I go completely nuts and <laughs> to try, not to, you know, try to get promotions in check here, let's just go through it, okay? Right, so West Ham were interested. It was reported by XWHU employee at the beginning of June this summer. West Ham were very interested in Carlos Borges. He was an option. And a really, let's be honest, a really exciting one. Man City highly rate him and... I was funny enough, we did an article on it today from um, uh, Real uh, Real Talk Manchester City from Twitter, who basically said, you know, highly rated. Man City don't want to let him go. That's how fans don't want to see him go from the club. That's how good he is. Man City, of course, wanted this buyback clause. All these things highlighting what a good player this is. Young, fast, quick. Exactly what we want to see at West Ham. You know, something to get excited about and look forward to the future. So it's always been something that while that this transfer window has been slow and painful... And a bit of a, well, a bit of a mess, a complete mess. The Carlos Borges thing kind of made you feel more, it gave a little bit of a light, didn't it? To it, a little bit of like, well, at least we've got that. We know that's done. We can now start looking forward. Um, so the story was that we got the terms agreed. 
uh, originally. I think that was about two and a half weeks ago now that we agreed terms with Manchester City. Personal terms have been agreed. Then and then what? The, then we had the delays, and then this is where the, the West Ham factor starts coming into play. The, the, the mess that our football club is. So the first factor was we couldn't agree on a sell-on clause. I don't know why. I don't know why we can't agree on things. It seems don't West Ham aren't able to ever do. We can't agree on anything, can we? With when it comes to any other club, when it comes to buying a player, selling a player, whatever we're doing, whether we want to do something at the stadium, whether we want to do something, whatever it is that this football club try to do, we never seem to be able to agree on anything, ever. It always seems, to, everything seems to be a problem. Um, and the sell-on clause was a problem for some bizarre reason. However, that does seem to apparently was getting close to agreement. Don't know what that means because it's been like, as I say, in two and a half weeks. But there we go. XWH employee also put up another update on the, the situation, which was earlier and said that there was a couple of factors that the West Ham are kind of saying that the reason other reasons why there was a delay. That, that you know, Yeah, that, that, let's get the West Ham excuses. Let's roll them out now. What's the next excuse? The next excuse was the city were in South Korea. City are in South Korea, and because they were on in South Korea, they wanted to see at the end of the tour just to double check they didn't have any injuries. Not sure if I believe that because the player hasn't even played for Man City's senior team, so I'm struggling to believe that one. But apparently, that was one of the excuses that the, the club have stated. That was the reason that was holding it up. And then the other part of the uh, they have the next excuse or the the next reason for that the player isn't basically these are the reasons why the player isn't at West Ham. By the way, this is what West Ham are saying. Or was that the player's on holiday? He's away because he played, I think it was under 21s um, for Portugal and meant he had an extra time off. So he wasn't going to be back till August the 6th, we were told. OK, that seems quite plausible. But again, why can't we get agree? Yeah, things over the line. I'm not sure. Not sure. And I'll tell you what, this development proves that West Ham, it's just excuses. Once again, more nonsense coming from West Ham. And our terrible management and how awful we are at dealing with business, it just comes to fruition once again. Because it's now been reported that Ajax have hijacked the deal. And not only have hijacked, right, it sounds like to me that you sort of think, okay, they just put a bid in. Because that's what you'd kind of imagine, wouldn't you? Hayek's have come in the last minute and gone, oh, I'll tell you what, we'll offer you a bit of money. That's when I first read it, that's what I thought was happening. I thought, but no, 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 no. The players agreed it. The player wants to go. The player's going to be now giving up for a medical. So what have we been doing then? Why is it that Ajax can come in and just like that, terms are agreed, everything's sorted, done. And the player's now gearing up for his medical. How is that possible? Well, I, well, we know why it's possible, because they're not West Ham United. They're not a money-grabbing, obsessive club that can't ever get a deal over the line because they're absolutely hell-bent. We've got an owner that's hell-bent on getting a deal. With every single purchase, anything we do, it's got to be a bargain. It's got to be a deal. We can't, we never ever, when have you ever known West Ham just to go in and buy a player? That's the player we want. Get him done. We just, it's just not in our nature. Unless, of course, it's a panic buyer, which no doubt we'll be doing, by the way, at the end of the summer anyway. So all this penny pinching we're doing, it, it won't come to much anyway, because we've got to spend over the odds at last minute, because that's what we'll end up doing. Because it's the, the shambles that this football club is. Now, I really appreciate that I'm sort of going a little bit off on, you know, getting a bit emotional with this. But I am really, really angry at this one. Um, I'm angry in general, really, at West Ham. As I said, I started today trying to be positive and thinking, no, I'm not going to get caught up in all of this um, um, frustration. And because it's so easy to. All you've got to do is just read Twitter. You know what I mean? Just for five minutes and you just like you, you feel yourself getting angry and wound up with what you're reading. So I just thought, well, no, no, I'm going to not do that. I'm going to I'm going to 
try and step back, look at the situation, and think, is it that bad? Is it really that bad? It's not good. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting there going, oh, it's actually great. But I was thinking maybe it's not as bad as we think. Maybe, I mean, funnily enough, I did a recording with Dave Walker yesterday for the for the um, Patreon, for the podcast. And we were talking about this. And, and basically I was saying to Dave, look, maybe, look, let's be honest, if by the end of the week West Ham got two or three players or cut the players in, the mood would change very quickly. My mind's always been that West Ham had Carlos Borges in the bag because we did. The deal was agreed. The personal terms were agreed. You know, the fee was agreed. It was just this buyback clause, but it's just typical West Ham. Dilly-dallying, waiting and considering and we're pondering and we're waiting and we're waiting on this and weighing things up. It's a stupid tactic for everything we do. And we never seem to be learning from it and thinking, just get the deal done. The players on holiday, get a plane out there then. Go and meet the player on, on his holiday. Say we will, or fly him back and say on our expense and we'll, we'll pay for you to fly back. Come back, come and join us for a day. Get signed up, we'll send you back on holiday. Use your initiative. Start being proactive. Behave like a club that wants a player. It's, it's remarkable. It's, I am honestly just absolutely stunned. Sometimes, you know, you, you, you do forget how badly managed this football club is. It, it really does strike me. It, it's, it strikes me sometimes how yeah, it catches me off guard. It really does sometimes how bad it is. It's like, it's like a stark reminder, isn't it, of who's in charge. Because this has been an absolute shambles of a summer, abysmal. This is from a football club that have just won their first trophy in almost half a century, that have got Europa League football next season. Apart from, all right, we've sold Declan Rice, but ultimately we've got some very good players in our squad. You know, a few, few, few very good players. You've got your Paquettas, a good, decent players. Bowen, Ben Rama, you know, some really good quality players. This shouldn't be a time for tur- it, it, why are we in turmoil? Why is this club always struggling? It's so and it's always feels like it's self-inflicted. We've got 105 million pounds inserted into our bank account. Oh, I appreciate these instalments, but you get my point over this course of the next few years. West Ham have had that injection of money. Money shouldn't really be a problem for West Ham this summer. It really shouldn't be much of an issue. Can't even get James Ward Prowse from Southampton, who, who are relegated, and we can't get an agreement. Because we're so obsessed with getting an agree- with a deal. It's almost like West Ham have this m- mindset of how much do you want for a player? Whatever they say, oh, it's too much. It's almost like our automatic response. We never go, okay, fine, we can we can make that work. I, I just, I'm absolutely appalled. I mean, by the way, as this is happening, because this is breaking as I'm recording this, okay? So I'm just trying to get an update now from XWH employee on it and what's happening. Um, it's it's quite remarkable. So X is saying that they're going to look into more into it, but it looks like the player is going to Ajax. That does appear to be the case. Apparently, they've come in at the last minute and said that that's the case. I mean, it's, it's stunning when you read it. West Ham was said to be negotiating the final terms of the fee. And negotiating the final part of the fee. We've known about this for like three weeks. Like... Why is it taking so long? Why does every single thing, bit of business we do at this football club take miles long? It doesn't take Ajax very long, did it? Didn't take Ajax on notice to get a fee agreed and get because the player's now going for his medical, so they've already agreed the fee. Maybe, maybe just crazy. Maybe you know, don't come mad. They maybe just came in and went, "We want that player." They went, "Well, we we will sell him to fifteen million. They went, "Yeah, all right, no worries." 
we'll do a 35 million pound buyback clause. Yeah, no problem. We'll have that. Yeah, no problem. Agreed the fee. Let's get him in. How crazy as it sounds, maybe they just want to get the player in and show the player some love and say, we want you. We're going to get you into our football club. Something that West Ham never seem to ever learn from and think, well, I mean, look at us this summer. XWH employee put up a, an update, um, I think it was yesterday. We're going to do some videos on these things coming up, but I'm just sort of talking about it quickly now. Edson Alvarez, prime example. How long have we been talking about Edson Alvarez this summer? Apparently our number one defensive midfielder target. We've not even put a bid in. And we're and this is quite amazing. The, the update from the club was they're now, what is it? They are now putting the final touches to the bid. The final touches to a bid. I've, I've never heard such rubbish in all my life. I'm sick to death of how this football club's being run. It is just remarkable, really. It's, it's shocking. And I appreciate this video is basically just me ranting and getting loads off my chest. But I can't, you can't help it, can you? You can't help but be so angry with this. Because not only now, uh, uh, once again, have we had another dent in this transfer window, another player's now not coming. But it's just embarrassing, isn't it? It, I mean, the rest of the football world must be absolutely laughing their heads off at West Ham, and I don't bloody blame them. If this was if this was Tottenham going for this, I, I think I think it's hilarious. I think what on earth's going on? It's an absolute disgrace how this club is conducting themselves this summer. A disgrace. They've got no excuses with this Borger still because they are. Gonna, bear in mind, they are going to roll out the excuses now. And you know what they'll be? It'll be the agent was a pain, or, or you know, the agent fees were too much. The player was you know you know had a change of heart and. They'll come out of all this rubbish when really this should have been wrapped up. He should have been wearing a shirt a couple of weeks ago. Done. Should have been gearing up, ready to come start training for West Ham now. Done. There are no excuses. As I said, the players in Portugal, we'll go to Portugal then. Get a plane, book it out there, get out there. This, you can have medical tests all over the world. You could book to medical from there. Say, right, you go to the hospital, we'll pay for get your medical. We'll come and meet you. We'll bring the kit. You can do your video there. We'll get you set and you can enjoy the rest of your holiday. Why couldn't we do that? What was the hold up? Because West Ham are simply inept, inept when it comes to decision making, when it comes to business, it appears. I mean, you know, you've got to look at our stadium. It's just that, that is the, the pinnacle of it, isn't it? Don't own our stadium. Don't we? We're constant arguments with the the, um, the tenants. I know I'm going on a tangent here, but I'm just making a point that it's just every aspect of the club's a problem. It's, it's like we struggle to get anything dealt with properly. It's embarrassing. It really is an embarrassment. Another real big mark against David Sullivan's name, this is. Because fans are getting exhausted with this club and how it's being managed. They really are. It's it's becoming, well, it, it, this is unforgivable, this one. For me, this is a, really is unforgivable. There's no, there are no other excuses other than West Ham have once again failed to do what was required to get a player over the line. We're doing it now. We're doing it as we speak. We did it yesterday with James Ward-Prowse aren't we? Let's be honest. I, I mean, I said it in a video, I think two days ago, regarding more press. I felt there was a confidence we could get him. But then we go in with another pointlessly sort of meaningless offer. Like it's nowhere near what they want. They want 40. We put 20, 17 plus three. They went, well, no, we want 40. So we put 25 in for, for, for a full package. And they're going to go, well, no. It's, it's just so pathetic, the way we behave. Um, I really am going to try my best to you know, because this is just the reason I'm really annoyed at this stage is because it's raw. This is just breaking now, this news. So I'm just processing it as my head as I'm recording this, to be honest, uh, regarding Carlos Borges. So hence why I'm very annoyed. 
and frustrated. And I will, you know, dust myself down, I'm sure, and try and come back with a bit more of a positive air. But at the moment, that is, let's be honest, this is hard. This this summer has been incredibly testing for this club, for, for a fan of this football club. It's been so badly managed from the very start that I, I'm, I'm just stunned. I, I, I am actually in shock because the Carlos Borges deal, as I've said, was the one that I genuinely felt that was we'd get over the line. I, I, I didn't think there was a problem there. The confidence was there for quite a, throughout from all reporters that West Ham were going to get this deal done. It was all pretty much done. Fabrizio Romano reported it. XWHU employee reported it. <laughs> Jacob Steinberg. It had been reported all over the board that the deal was done. He was going to come to West Ham, basically. So I had it in my mind that that was it. Hence why, I mean, I, I've, I've been like most fans, don't get me wrong with Borges, where I'm thinking, why is he not done? Why is he not done? Why is he not done? And again, these silly excuses get trickling out from the club, don't they? Like with everything, always these boring excuses and tiring excuses we have to keep listening to. When really, it's just down to West Ham. There's a common denominator in all of these stories, isn't there? And all of these negotiations from, and I'm not just talking about this summer, I'm talking you know, way back, the shambles that this club operates in, that we go for players. Jesse Lingard last summer, an absolute joke of a summer, chasing a bloke. That we didn't know what was going on. We offered him a deal and then we didn't. It was this, it was that. He just went on and on and on. In the end, he didn't even come. It was just like, it's just constant, embarrassing scenarios West Ham keep finding themselves in. But as I say, there's one common denominator in all of these, West Ham United and David Sullivan. Our poor recruitment policies, our embarrassing strategies to how we, we deal with things and tightness, this obsessive tightness with every single deal. We've got to try and undercut the, the, the price as much as we possibly can. And I'm not a moron. I understand you're not going to accept every price that comes your way. And, oh, yeah, we'll just pay whatever. We don't care. I understand we've got budgets. I'm not suggesting that, you know, just bankrupt the football club. I'm, I'm not saying that. But come on. We just had a £105 million injection, plus what you were going to spend. Bearing in mind, we just won a trophy, which comes with prize money, and you're selling players on top of that as well. We've got Skamaka going out the door, which we'll talk about in another video. You've got Creswell's going to be going, I think, for about £5 million. Don't give me this rubbish. When we can't afford £30 million quid for Paul Prowse, we can't afford it. Why? Why can't we afford it? Why, why is everything always too expensive for West Ham? Why is every single player out of our reach? Can't quite get to that price. Alex Scott, Bristol City, you know, regarded as one of the best players in the championship. One Clearly, clearly is going to be a top player. Clearly. It's it's not a case of, well, you're not sure. Yeah, you're, he's an average player. He, he, he's going to be a top player. 25 million. Ooh, we can't do that. Why? Why can't you spend that money? Why can't you invest in the future and go, we're going to buy a top young midfielder to come and play at this team? It's just remarkable. And it's moments like this with this Borges deal that make you, or certainly me, I'm sure others, it make me just cry out for change at this club. Desperately think, my God, we desperately need new ownership, new direction, hunger, desire. You know, ambition. I know we use that word, that word banded around a lot, but ambition. It's why Declan Rice isn't here anymore. You know, people might say, oh, yeah, because no, he wanted to go and win Champions League. But West Ham could have been in the Champions League a couple of years ago. We didn't show any ambition. We had a January, if you remember that 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 summer, um, that season, sorry, where we finished sixth. And we didn't push on. We didn't push on. And the following season, we did exactly the same thing. We didn't push on. We didn't invest. We didn't go for it. 
because of that. Because of our owner and his obsessive penny-pinching and short-sighted vision all the time. And it's, you know, and this is just another, well, damning piece of evidence against our ownership and our club. Because, make no mistake, this this is very bad. Very, very, very bad. This is not something that's going to be sort of, you can, yeah, well, not the end of the world. It's really damning. If, if The fact that we've had this player agree to deal with West Ham, was keen to come to West Ham, it'd all been sorted. And yet our bloody owner has sat back again and obsessed over a buyback clause, obsessed. Well, this is what they're saying, you know, whatever it may be. Whatever it is, this committee, this strategy, whatever you want to call it, is a complete mess. And... I'm sick to death of it. I really am fed up with the summer now. And I, I will try and recover. I will try and now, you know, dust myself down a little bit, as I've said, and sleep on it and hopefully not feel too bad. But it's going to be hard, isn't it? Let's be honest. As West Ham fans, to accept this now and move forward, it's very tough. Because whatever way we want to try and dress this up, and the club will try and dress it up, this window has been an absolute shambles. <laughs> Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.